0: doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. What is up, friend and fellow anti-netter? Hey, so the great enlightenment writer and thinker uh, known as Voltaire, he actually had a a different name, but it was customary back then to, if you were the youngest uh, male child in your family, to just... Uh, basically, assign yourself a, uh, a single name, and so he named himself Voltaire. There's just a side note. Anyway, um, try to turn left here. Okay, so anyway, back in when Voltaire was uh, 35 years old at, in the year 1729, he had essentially for the previous. You know, fifteen years been trying to make it as an independent writer, creator, and thinker. He was a playwright, and that, and also he wrote uh, poetry. And you know, the problem was is back then in France there was no copyright law, and all, you know, so what ended up happening is that whenever you would publish a book, it would essentially be pirated in every other country besides your own. So you could publish it in your own country. However, the problem was in France, um the government really censored your work, and they could only approve it, and you really couldn't really make that much money in France where th- that's where Voltaire lived and so you know he became famous actually for some of his uh some of his plays and uh poems and his literary work. However, he was dead freaking broke from the age he was you know basically 18 and went off on his own until 35. He was always riddled with uh, basically illness and he was just like dead broke. Didn't have a penny to his name. Always had to like figure out how to make rent every single month. And then at the age of 35, he would always, you know, and for the previous five years, he was always trying to scheme and figure out ways to make money so that he could actually do what he was called to do and do his work and his craft as a literary writer. And so what he did at the age of 35 is he discovered that the state lotto, uh, the state lotto program that was started, and it was started to help the French government pay off its debts, uh, he discovered that the guy that was running the lotto had made an arithmetic error. So what he decided to do, he decided to team up with another individual and basically corner the lottery market and just buy as many tickets as as possible and what ended up happening was Voltaire like very quickly in like less than a year he made 500 French uh, francs or livres and which amounts to today to about five million dollars cash in the bank and so he literally went from an overnight struggling independent writer and creator to having five million dollars cash in the bank and, you know, for the rest of his life, he he lent it out and invested it and was like a stickler about growing his finances. And that was his windfall. He never actually made really much more money than that. So he basically, at the age of 35, needed to manage his huge, you know, nest egg. And he never really, you know, essentially made killer money after that. But what that afforded him to do was after he had that, you know, basically $5 million in cash... Is it allowed him to actually focus on his craft, and that is to focus on writing, creating, and thinking. He wrote a lot of um, essays and pieces and was really one of the s- central most figures of the Enlightenment period. And this got me thinking is that, you know, basically I'm taking people under my wing, and it's going to be launching in January 2024. And it is called, I call it Right to Freedom. And I'm catering towards people that. Want to be what I call freedom writers, meaning like you know, there's that term freedom fighters. Uh, I want to cater to freedom writers, and that's like not ghost writers, not these freaking pseudo slave ghost writers, and all those dipshits that are teaching ghostwriting courses and how to freelance on Upwork and all that other crud and bullcrap. What I am focused on in teaching is how do you actually spend your days doing what you love, just like me, writing, creating, thinking, taking notes the analog way. And of course, like our secret weapon in doing this is the Zettelkasten, the true Zettelkasten, which is the anti-net Zettelkasten. And uh, in that, one of the things is is that I think we need to make it very clear and absolutely—it needs to be—it's absolutely critical that we work towards creating a life of independence and being able to be an independent writer and a creator and a thinker right okay you're, you're with me on that point so we need to control our own destiny how do we control our own destiny well the first thing is we need to create an engine that kind of runs and allows us to scale the rest of our business and that engine is something i'll be you know introducing and teaching and basically cloning my entire business and giving to people i take under my wing in january and That will allow us to scale, if we want to, if we need to, to seven figures. But more importantly, it allows us to attract a tribe of superfans, this thing. Now, so that's the stable route. We can control that. However, and here's the big killer idea. I hold that not only should we aim to make it as a steady, independent writer, creator, and thinker, just you know, basically making, you know, multiple six figures a year, scaling if we want to, to seven figures a year, I think we should also concurrently and asynchronously in the background, invest and corner a fricking market like Voltaire, corner a lottery market. And in doing so, you know, basically figure out how to generate a ton of money to be financially set for life. And, you know, speaking for myself, that's what I did in my 20s, right? Right. And you can do it either through performance marketing, which is what I did. You can also use a vehicle such as cryptocurrency. Okay. And what I'm getting at is that I think there's a play here where we can allocate a small portion of our assets to a basically, basically a Voltaire lottery play, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. And for instance, I know the market of cryptocurrency cold. I know when it's gonna hit next okay and I've studied that market I check you know ever since like 2013 I've checked it every single day of when the cryptocurrency market is going to hit and there's a pattern here and it I'll just give you you know I don't want to give it away but there's a pattern here and my thinking is that what we can do is we can create a fund and you know, allocate it, it could be basically the Voltaire lottery fund, such that, you know, you have a a thing that will hit and generate a ton of wealth for you, such that you can continue to focus on your craft, reading, writing, thinking, exploring some things which really have no like practical, obvious commercial value. And the reason I bring that up is because, you know, with what I do is there's like you know, with what I write and the things that I write and create, um, and the things that you write and create, you have to, obviously, you have to create something that has some commercial value to others. For instance, um, if I was to write a guide and I wanted that to actually work and have commercial value, I would write it in the form of how to X without Y, meaning how to like build an anti settle cost and without making irreversible mistakes, which I've done. Now, there are things that I also, you know, want to write that may have not as much commercial value, such as, you know, I want to go deep on like, you know, the art of excerpting and, you know, all the old school scholarly individuals and like the medieval scholars even that like made a practice out of excerpting and how that is beneficial. Right now that has less of a commercial value and appeal, you know, and I could basically twist it into commercial value and appeal. However, let's say I just don't even freaking want to, and the guy that I have in mind is my protege, uh, good old Nicholas Gassier. You know, he is—he's wants to, you know, dive into like I'm—I've been talking with him, and coaching him and training him. And you know, one of the things that he wants to write a book about is like, or or at least at one point was something called simulacra, which is like how do you create like a a an entity which is like a human like AI which is simulacra. It's like how do we actually turn that into freaking commercial value? It's like some things just shouldn't be turned into like a how-to guide, you know? And so if we actually have this, you know, Voltaire fund for us as an independent writers, the Voltaire Lottery Fund, and invested as, you know, basically that's, you know, what I actually have in the background. Like I have basically my own Voltaire Lottery Fund which is invested in cryptocurrency and the goal with that is that you know you build up and hit it big have a large nest egg such that you don't have to like be as concerned or worried about the commercial value you know you should worry about both so that's the idea i want to give to you is think about how you can set your up, yourself up to have your own voltaire lottery fund and furthermore if you're interested in that you know i guess let me know you can you know, email me at scott at scott com If you're interested in investing in like a basically, you know, quote unquote Voltaire lottery fund, wherein it's not just speculative gambling, but it's actually like a very deliberate, let's invest a small portion of our assets such that we can basically, you know, hit it big. And so for me, like I have between 4% to 20% of my assets in basically a cryptocurrency fund that I manage myself that I know that in May of 2024 is going to get very, very interesting and could very well turn into a Voltaire lottery ticket, (laughs) sizable amount of a nest egg. So anyway, that's just my rant. That's just my thought today. Uh, Hope that gives you an idea. Course, you can email me if you like the sound of this idea. Let me know. But regardless, always remember to stay crispy, my friend. Peace. Hey, real quick, this podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, freaking me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo, freaking hipster, crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds, right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes,